Welcome to Midwinter Tuition's Elocution Podcast. I am Pauline Midwinter. Good morning, and what a beautiful frosty morning it is here in England. I wonder what the weather is like where you are listening to this podcast. This week, we are going to talk about reassurances and contradictions. So they are opposites in intonation. Now reassurances is what we will begin with. Reassurances are those lovely words and expressions we use that make whoever we are talking to a lot more comfortable or perhaps less worried. Now I'm looking first of all at the Thompson book, The Intonation in Practice, and here are some very common reassurances that we are all very familiar with. This week we're really listening to the intonation rather than the articulation. So really listen to the music of my voice rather than the individual sounds I make. Don't worry. Never mind. There's no hurry. It's quite easy. It only takes a minute. That's enough. So those are very common reassurances which we have probably all heard or said maybe even recently. I'll say them again. You copy after me. If you need to pause the podcast, please do. Don't worry. Never mind. There's no hurry. It's quite easy. It only takes a minute. That's enough. So that rise at the end makes your voice sound appealing and makes the listener believe you because you're trying to reassure them and you can hear that in the intonation. Now I did deliver those at quite a slow pace. So if I said it only takes a minute that would be my normal speed but it's the same intonation. It only takes a minute We quite often deliver reassurances at speed, so it's good to practice them faster and faster until they sound your natural speed. You might also use sentences like, sorry to keep you waiting, sorry to keep you waiting. Again, that rise at the end makes it sound reassuring and appealing. Or you might say something like, that's better than nothing, that's better than nothing. Or you might hear somebody say to you, this won't hurt, perhaps the dentist, this won't hurt. Or, we won't be long, we won't be long, like that. You're more likely to use these reassurances in informal situations. So a lot of these sentences have very informal structure. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to worry about. 
you might also be trying to put somebody's mind at rest. Perhaps they are looking for someone to confide in. No one's listening. No one's listening. Or you might want to say, I won't tell anyone. I won't tell anyone. Or if they're feeling very anxious, you might need to say, I won't laugh at you. I won't laugh at you. And that intonation there really shows that you, you are the, the person promising that you won't carry out this action that you are talking about. Okay. Um, it's a good idea to practice this intonation a few times over. So if you want to, go back to the beginning of the podcast now and repeat all of those. Then try writing down some of your own. Perhaps you have your own typical reassurances that you use with your friends or family. And it would be good to practice your own phrases. I can email a PDF of this page from the book. So do email me info at midwintertuition.co.uk and I'll send it back to you, okay? Moving on, we're now looking at English Pronunciation in Use, the Cambridge textbook by Martin Hewings. And it is a fantastic textbook. And we're going to look at contradictions in this book. The emphasis here focuses on the word that is the difference between your point of view and whoever you are talking to. So, for example, if someone accused you, you were asleep in class, your reply would probably be, if you were denying it, I wasn't asleep. And that wasn't is the opposite word. And so that is why it has that real upward emphasis. I wasn't asleep. And then the asleep takes the downward inflection. I'll repeat that again. You repeat it after me. You were asleep in the class. I wasn't asleep. Good. Well done. So usually this wasn't word has the um, starts on an upward inflection and then comes down. Okay, let's try another pair of, of short sentences about contradictions. Very common, especially in a house with children, well, my house with children anyway. It's your fault. I hear that all the time with my children. So the first person says, it's your fault we are late. And person, the person replying might say, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. So we go up, then down, up, then down. And this is very typical when we work with contradicting the positive verbs. So we might say don't, can't, won't, shouldn't. And they become the prominent words. Here's another example. I thought Paul had the key, but he didn't have it. I thought Paul had the key, but he didn't have it. And there it goes up and down. Um, if we're contradicting the negative verbs, we do the same thing. 
Okay, so then the 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 positive verb becomes the emphasised words. So, for example, somebody might say, you can't remember your Uncle Bob, can you? Yes, I can remember him. Yes, I can remember him. Up, then down. You don't seem to like my cooking, but I do like it. But I do like it. Ah, so here we go, this step up and falling tone when we are trying to correct somebody or contradict somebody. Did you take the wrong turn? Your instructions were wrong. So there we go, it's that word in the middle. Instructions were wrong. Very good. I suppose she'd given up and gone home. No, she was waiting for me. Or, she was waiting for me. Or, she was waiting for me. So three different ways you could actually say that one. Okay, then think about words like this. Let's think about, so you think the troops are being rearmed? No, I said they're being disarmed. So here we're contradicting somebody. So normally you would say disarmed, but because you're making a point that they have made a mistake by saying rearmed, we need to say, no, I said they're being disarmed. Okay, so contradictions, we have a step up, then a fall down. Step up, then a fall down. Try writing your own. So write a question or a sentence and then a contradictory answer and see if you can put the step up, then a fall down in the right place. And remember, reassurances, up, down, up, up, down, up. Contradictions, step up and a fall down. Well done. Don't forget... Listen to this podcast again to reiterate the learning. Overlearning over and over again can really help with your progression.